Hello, sports box fans, and welcome back to yet another podcast. And I am back and better. And football is right around the corner. It is literally this week we have NFL games, which is crazy to say and something that I've been waiting to say for the past months, it feels like. Yeah, months. And this NFL season is like no other. Obviously, we now have 18 weeks of the NFL season, and then we have seven playoff teams in the AFC and seven in the NFC. So more playoffs, bigger playoffs, I should say, a longer NFL season, and obviously fantasy football, and all those make a perfect, perfect season. But today I'm here to talk about one team specifically that's still trying to figure it out and what they're going to do for this NFL season, and that is the New England Patriots. Now, more specifically, I want to get into Cam Newton because I feel like it's been a story that we've been talking about, you know, ever since he's been a Patriot. We've always talked about Cam Newton this, Cam Newton that, and, well, Cam Newton's no longer on the Patriots. But I do think it's important to discuss kind of the whole current events that have happened with Cam Newton. Obviously, the New England Patriots cut him. He was one of the cuts. Uh, to trim down to a 53-man roster for the New England Patriots, and he was cut. Now, to a lot of people, it's a surprising cut. We saw it as, wow, like the New England Patriots just cut their quarterback, who they sort of believed in last season, and it looked like they were going to start him this year. And now they're going to go with the rookie, Mac Jones. Now, we'll get into Mac Jones a little later. Maybe we won't get to him too much in this podcast because I think he deserves his own podcast. But I do think it did come as a shock to many people considering what we'd like been hearing outside of camp, you know, kind of leading up to the season, how it seemed like, yeah, Cam Newton's a number one, Mac Jones, he's definitely going to see time on the field, but later on throughout the season, no one saw this coming, right? Now, people could have seen, oh, Mac Jones was named starter week one. Yeah, that was a possibility. But like I said, no one saw Cam Newton outright getting cut. Now, obviously, the first thing everyone turned to was, well, is this a COVID-related issue? Is he cut because of COVID? Now, to any person, it seems pretty clear that that would be one of the big reasons why, because he's had plenty of run-ins with COVID in the past year just by itself. Um, obviously, only a few weeks ago, he had the COVID issue where he couldn't you know, practice a few times. He missed a joint practice with the Giants because he was... He obviously didn't follow the whole rule system and got testing outside of the Patriots facility, which isn't part of the NFL policy. So he had to miss a few days. And then last season, he missed a couple weeks due to COVID. And not only did it affect his play, but it did affect the Patriots rest of the season. They looked sort of promising. They were 2-1 and one when he was at, at the helm of quarterback. And then he went the COVID issue between weeks four, uh, I'd say weeks four through six. And then he came back and the Patriots went off to more of a slower start and obviously missed the playoffs. Um, but I do think it's bigger than COVID with Cam Newton. And I think it's time to realize that Cam Newton is not the same quarterback that he once was because i think people are forgetting that look 2015 cam newton is unlike any other and he's never going to get back to that point i'm sorry and if cam newton's listening i'm sorry you're just never getting back to what you were in 2015 you're not going to be back on a team that's a super bowl contender because you won't be a starting quarterback it's as simple as that Look, last year, Cam Noon threw for about 2,657 yards, had eight touchdowns, 10 interceptions, had a completion percentage of 65%. But the one thing he missed is his ability 
to confuse defenses, right? I think the big reason Cam Newton was so successful in his early days was because he was so versatile as a quarterback, right? He was Lamar Jackson before Lamar Jackson, but just a 6'5", 230 Lamar Jackson who's huge and very hard to take down, right? You you didn't know what Cam Newton was going to do because he could air out the ball. He almost had 4,000 yards in 2015 and 35 touchdowns. So he clearly could have aired the ball out, but then also you couldn't bring him down when he went on that QB run. And the reason he's not at that stage anymore is because his body is finally saying, you're done. His body is telling him, you're done. And that is what makes Cam Newton's game so one-dimensional now. The throwing isn't there anymore. It's just not. Yeah, you could pull up a few instances of where, oh, look at this play, look at this play in preseason they did. Guys, those are against second-team defenses. And if we're being real, it wasn't like he was all all lights and action in the preseason. I mean, he had some low lights where I was like, Cameron, what are you doing? Like, what, what are you doing? And Matt Jones clearly beat him out. They, there is no discussion about that. And from everything we've heard from... The New England beat writers who cover the New England Patriots religiously to just more of the mainstream media who maybe you could say, well, yeah, they're kind of biased and they want their guy to succeed. Okay, then just take the New England beat writers, for instance. Those are the guys that are at every practice. They themselves clearly said that Mac Jones had a better offseason and leading up to the regular season than Cam Newton did. And I'm one to say, yeah, I believe that. Look. Matt Jones isn't a flashy player. He's not your Trevor Lawrence. He's not your Zach Wilson. He's not your Trey Lansing. He's definitely not your Justin Fields. But I think everybody knew what you're going to get with Mac Jones, and that's what Belichick likes. He doesn't need he doesn't need someone who can throw it 100 yards or can be a Lamar Jackson and juke out every defender. He needs someone to play in the system. They got playmakers this offseason, right? They got Johnny Smith. They got Hunter Henry. Obviously, he's never healthy. They got Nelson Aguilar, who you could say, well, he's had drop problems. But last year at Oakland, he had quite a, he had a, he had a rebound year, you could say. Damian Harris is an excellent runner. They have pieces. And don't forget about the defense. Well, Stephon Gilmore's out for a bit. But they have pieces on that offense that all you have to do as Mac Jones is just deliver. I mean, no one's expecting the world from Mac Jones right now. So... I I think what we have to realize is Cam Newton didn't get cut because of COVID. He got cut because he clearly got beat out. And, and, And I don't know what else to say to that, but Cam Newton is not going to be a starter in the NFL ever again. This was his last shot. And hell, I'll say, you know what? He did... For his last shot and being very, where people are like, Cam Newton stands no chance for him to go back and play a solid season at best. I give him a lot of props to do that. I give him a lot of props. He got a lot of hate going into that New England year and he, he handled it. Yeah, he didn't deliver, but he handled it and he had a few nice games. But your time's over. You're not the same guy in 2015. You're not. So from now on, Cam Newton's going to have to realize you can't be a starter in the NFL. Because I, I'm, if I think of all 32 teams in the NFL, there's only one possible destination. I could put in two. The one possible destination where he, is, he could be the starter is the Texans. <laughs> 
And trust me, I don't think I don't think Cam Newton wants to be anywhere associated with the Houston Texans. I don't think a lot of people do, but I, I don't think Cam Newton would want to be associated with the Houston Texans. The other two teams I could mention are Washington, but to me, it's too late. If you were going to get Cam, you were going to get him before you've really believed in Fitzpatrick. Look, I'm not a huge Fitzpatrick guy. I think his personality is amazing. He's one of probably the funniest dudes in the NFL. He makes some of the crazy plays. Hey, he's a reliable quarterback. I'm taking over Cam Newton. No two, two ways about that. I'm, I'm taking over Cam Newton. But there was a possibility. You say, well, maybe Ron Rivera, they link up. But look, the NFL season's in what? Three days, two days? It's not enough time. And you say, well, give him a few weeks to learn the playbook. Yeah, by then, Fitzpatrick has already solidified himself as their quarterback for the rest of the season, if not Heineke. And then you say the Giants. Look, everybody who's has a brain is like, yeah, well, Daniel Jones isn't it, right? They're, they're, but we're all like Daniel Jones. And, I mean, even Giants fans are like, well, you know, Daniel Jones, is he, is he that future guy? But I, I can't see them getting Cam Newton just because it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Look, if you want it to be a make-or-break year, you're not going to replace him week three so he doesn't prove anything. You're going to let Daniel Jones play out this year. And if he doesn't prove it, he doesn't prove it, and he's not in the New York Giants anymore. That's why, to me, I don't get why you would bring in Cam just to take his role three weeks in and him not be able to have the opportunity to prove himself. So whatever happens with Cam Newton, he's not an NFL starter anymore. It's such to say because he was a phenomenal player in his prime, and he really was, and it was such a short prime, and it was cut short because, look, this dude got, in his career, he's been sacked 322 times. His body's worn out. He's not going to be the same guy. And it's because, like I said, his arm isn't there anymore, so he's very one-dimensional. He looks awkward, too, when he throws the ball. So when I first see that, it's like, well, does, is his throwing motion even correct? And then I'm just saying the numbers don't back it up either. So it, it with, with all that, it's just hard to believe that all of this was related to COVID and that's why, and to bring up to my last point is, look, it's crazy to say, but it's the world we live in right now. Teams aren't going to pick them up because of the COVID issue. And look, I don't want to get political and whatever. It's his choice that he didn't get vaccinated. Look, I'm not saying that it's mandatory to get vaccinated, but I do think at the end of the day, the NFL is a business. They put out a policy like any other business that players have to abide by. Look, it's not the federal government telling them to get the, the vaccine. It's the NFL, a private institution that makes millions of dollars. And you yourself, Cam Moon, makes millions of dollars. Why don't just get it? It only helps your team. Look, and I'm not, I'm not saying, and I'm not saying, like I said, if he doesn't get it, it's his choice. There's no problem. But in the world we live in right now, a team isn't going to pick you up because of that. Because you are a risk to the whole team because you're not vaccinated. And like I said, it's just the world we live in right now. And, you know, it sucks, but COVID's COVID. And we just literally saw with Zach Martin, you know, the star right guard for the Dallas Cowboys. He's not playing the season opener because, you know, of a COVID issue. It's the world we live in. But anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jude, signing off.